Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, team. Welcome back to Quick Presume, episode 49. Um, if you haven't been here before, my name is Deck. That's Deck over there. Hello. We been gaming together for years and so we're so happy that you've been able to join us today um we're generally um an xbox centric podcast we cover wider gaming news as well and today there's lots to talk about there's lots of halo information we're a bit behind on ps plus but you you know in in case you want another (laughs) you want two other podcasters talking about it we're gonna touch on it as well uh unreal engine 5 has been shown off in a multitude of ways uh that and quite a lot more to go over today so um, i'm gonna pass it over to tim and just do a little check-in and see how you've been how have you been uh yeah hey man um <laughs> yeah i've 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 been all right i have to admit I've, I've been better i've been a little bit under the weather um as per usual i mean we haven't we missed last week because there was a we had a, a a busy weekend, all meeting up and stuff like that. So we had to sort of cancel podcast. And on the eve of uh, us all meeting up and me being there as well, I literally came down with like an awful stomach bug that's been going around. Um, literally on the evening. It was insane, man. Bag packed, zipped up, ready to go. Train tickets in my wallet. Everything. And just on the evening, just bleh, just fucking, it's such a joke, man. It's unreal. It's crazy. Everyone I know, everyone I know has been sick. It's either sick now or has been sick in the last four weeks. <laughs> it's so yeah, weird. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's just so much shit going around. It's nuts. Um, and yeah, obviously I had to bail because it was what, a three hour train ride and then a three plus hour car ride too. And yeah. I, I I can't be doing that when my stomach's fucking going crazy. So no, we didn't yeah. we didn't want to sit in your vomit for three out four hours yeah, even actually. Ex- so. Exactly, or just like pull over like all the time on like the hard shoulder and just. But all right, good to go. Let's it's go, boys. The best, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was a little bit of a bummer. Um, and then it it's weird because it's been coming and going as well. Like I'd say I've only been fully over it for like about four days now like it, it's it's genuinely been with me for ages um so i haven't been doing much to be honest just sort of gaming and chilling and um yeah pretty pretty standard to be honest um gaming wise uh we've been wonderlands um we got we sunk our teeth into that a little bit more um we actually experienced some of the end game stuff which i guess we'll talk about um absolutely but but yeah it's it's pretty good um i'm pre- i'm actually pleasantly surprised with with the meatiness of the end game i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. i think um i think it's actually quite well done um better than br3 did it um for sure because i i didn't have a problem with how br3 did it i just think they didn't i don't know they i think they just got like stuck in the times and just like 
got caught in like a trend and they were just like oh we should do like strikes and stuff like that and mm. sort of like thing it just didn't really work out for them yeah I don't it's think. a lot more deliberate here i think in wonderlands which is really helping it like you know they had a vision rather than just being like there's stuff you can do at the end and we'll add to it like just random stuff that will have drops in this day they're like yeah. this is an activity and you know there's going to be different variations and this is the loot you're going to get and this is how we're going to improve upon the borderlands you know the typical borderlands end game experience so yeah 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 i'd be pretty happy if they carried over that formula into the next mainline game um, and just having this sort of like RNG sort of roguelite sort of experience, you know, random bosses or like bosses, depending on how you do like the Easter eggs and the little hidden secrets throughout the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. All, like all, all that sort of stuff is, you know, I'd be very happy if they, if they carried that over. Um, so, so yeah, that's pretty good. Um, played a bit of Apex. I cracked. I got the crypto heirloom. <laughs> I spent about I spent about eighty pounds, <laughs> oh, no. um, but it's fucking cool, man. It's really cool. <laughs> but it's cool. And, that's and all I've, been, I've been playing them all weekend, and it's great. Um, I've, I've been having a lot of fun. Um, Good for you, dude. But yeah, it's it's a lot of money. Um, I knew I'd crack eventually, but it is it is one of the coolest items in the game. I think like some of the animations on it are so sick, like it's crazy. Um, I think a lot of work went into this one considering the last couple have been a bit underwhelming, like with Ramparts and... Um, oh yeah, who, Ramparts did suck. Who's, who's, who else was it? I swear there was another one as uh, well. Oh, Watson just had one, didn't you? Yeah, Watson's was really underwhelming. I remember the community not, not really liking Watson's at all. Um, yeah. So I think I think they put a lot of effort into this one to make it like cool and like sleek and stuff like that and it is, it is pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Um... When I when I saw you playing Apex, like because you were on a bit of a binge yesterday, I was like, "Oh, that man, that man's caved." <laughs> like, oh, yeah. he, he's justifying the purchase <laughs> for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's 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 good. It's good fun. Cool, um, cool, and it's really fucking cool. Um, and then what else have I been playing? There was something else as well. I could have sworn. Oh, just Elden Ring, right? I've yeah. I've hopped. I've been hopping on and doing some Elden Ring. Um, still making my way through. Um, just ticking off all the boxes in Kaylid before I finish off that little guy on a horse who um well a big little. guy on a horse. <laughs> really big guy on a little horse. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Other way around. Um yeah, so I've 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 given him a few goes. Um and he kinda handed me my own ass, but I don't think I don't feel like he's too difficult. Um, Are you spamming the summons on the way up? You don't know what? the summons on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like loads of summons as you go up oh okay maybe, not, maybe in, um like npc ones like it, it's meant to be a summon fight like all like loads oh. of the npcs you've met so far in the story like the ones that are in the courtyard yeah, like yeah. All fight so just spam okay. them as you run up um it's still a hard fight but um mm. yeah you, i think you're like you're meant to you're meant to summon for for Rodan. Oh really? Because I actually got yeah. really close a few times with, without even knowing there were any summons. That's pretty. That's Dude, pretty good. Yeah, I'm cracked at this game. He, he got buffed recently though. Redan just got buffed. So for Sorry. fuck's sake, well, is it like <laughs> literally in the last like two, three days or something? I haven't fought uh, I think, him for a couple of days. Uh, or maybe, maybe it was like last week. I can't remember. Okay, so I probably was already fighting buffed Redan. Yeah, but, you might have been. Um, 
but yeah, no, it is, it's, it's quite a cool fight. I'm not a huge fan of like the whole, like the fight's done on a horse sort of thing. Like I like horse combat. Sure. But like, it's a bit wonky. <clears throat> it's just a bit wonky. There's so like iframes, like you do with a roll, like a world time roll, you literally just like speed up a bit. And if you don't time it properly, you still just get hit all the time. There's no like, it's just, I don't know. It's just not like the same. There are like a handful of things in that game that that like are, are really triggering. But thankfully, the game doesn't like you don't get put in situations that often where that sort of thing happens. Like for example, the other day I was trying to climb. There's the you know the divine towers you go up to get the great runes. <clears throat> There's like one in each area. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the one I was trying to get to the one for Caleb. I don't know if you've seen it, but you have to like climb around the scaffolding on the outside. Um, and on my first playthrough, I did that. You like climb, go up the cascade, and then you go inside. And it's like a whole thing. Um, yeah. But I was like trying to do it this time. I was like, I'll just quickly speed run it and because I was trying to be quick. You know, whatever. I was making mistakes, so I fell off like to my death. <laughs> you know, like once. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you, if you, if you try, so you've got your double jump on Torrent, which is like great. That works fine. You know, it's it's reasonably responsive. You know, you can. The jump is more responsive than like just walking normally. I find myself jumping to like steer myself in the right direction quite often. Um, yeah. But if you try to walk off the edge and then like double jump back in on yourself, okay. Do you know what I mean? So so you're on yeah. torrent and you just you just like trot off the cliff and then try and use the air jump to come back in. Yeah. It doesn't let you do that. You have to yeah. jump to then double jump. And I I would like countless times my game of brain just kicked in and I just like walked off to try and do that. And I just fell to my death and lost like 200 K souls. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I have to do all of this again. I'm like, why can't I just do that? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. Does it? Cause it's kind of like the same principle. Like if I was like a hunter in destiny and if I just like walked off a ledge and then I just wasn't able to do my triple jump, it's like, that would break my brain. Like, yeah, you could do weird. that. Like it's just, yeah, it's just so <laughs> weird that that's not a thing, but um, I do know what you mean, and I've made that mistake with Torrent before as well, where I like oh, clicked the button. I was like, "Why didn't the second one happen?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Now I'm dead. Like, yeah, what's going on it. here? I know. Um, yeah. I'm going for my 100% run though. It's going pretty well. Oh yeah. What do you mean you're? Oh, what is it like? You're going for a full chivos? Yeah, I've got like I've got like 48 out of 52, and one of them one of them is get all achievements. So I've got three left basically. Are you um, Are you looking them up though? Or are you because yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of them just say secret. Yeah, you are looking them up. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. And I'm sorry, I've been going for years if I didn't look it up. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm just like beelining to bosses and beelining to um stuff and like secret bosses. And there was a secret boss I did yesterday, which I won't spoil. But wow, <laughs> like oh, I can't believe it. And I was even um I, I even went for like this other boss that I guess I'd miss, and it was just it's an area that I had been in. Have you been mm. to Lendell yet? Have you been like inside uh... Lendell yet? Is that it's the like Golden City thing? It's the city inside the Altus Plateau, yeah. No, I don't it's think like, I've done that yet. Okay. Well, there's that that place is, is big, so I have fun with that. But there's another area inside that area, which I didn't... I like knew Fantastic. it was a, a small area. But I didn't realise it was like a fully fleshed out area. So I had to go through like all of that. And I was like, oh, how, what is this doing here? <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, so there was like a boss there. And then there was a boss like near the end of the near the end of the game uh, which i did and it was like probably one of the harder bosses i've i fought um very okay. cool um really cool set piece um yeah just just crazy uh but yeah so yeah that's going well um, other than that i'm just so i'm like i'm like in the end of the second playthrough so i'll have to get all of the i've got like one more legendary talisman to get 
I've got to get this ending and then I've got to do one more run through on a particular different ending and then I'll be done. So, yeah. Nice, man. Just, I wish you I'm luck. I'm just doing that when, like, I'm, yeah, for between games or whatever. Is it definitely, is it a multiple playthrough sort of gig to get full achievements or could you do it all in one playthrough? Yeah, it's multiple playthroughs because there's, there's so three. Is there new game plus things? As in, is there new things in New Game Plus? Yeah, I guess so. And, like, are there achievements specific to, like, do this in New Game Plus? You know? Like, oh, no, but... no. It, it's just different endings. You just there, okay. you have to get... It wants you to get three different endings. Um, so you have to do it three times. One of them time. I happen to do on my first one. Yeah. Um, okay. But there, there are, like, seven different endings, but the four of them fall under the normal Elden Lord achievement. So, okay. Yeah. But then there's two very different ones, um, which are their own, are their own achievements. So mm. yeah, so that's that's the, cool. that's the main. That's going to be the real time consuming thing. But yeah, <sighs> nice man. Yeah, I wish you luck. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's that's ticking on. Um, but I mean, I suppose it may be. Um, I mean, was there anything else we wanted to touch on about like Wonderlands or anything else we've been playing before we sort of move on? Or I mean, I guess we could just. I don't know how, how how did you I mean we we touched on the fact that we quite like the end game but I mean how how do you feel about it I guess you like it just just as much as me don't you you were quite happy with it Yeah yeah I was yeah and I'm really um I am really fond of it uh I think the, the I think the more that you play the more the sort of classes and the multi-classing kind of comes into its own um, yeah, at least it has sure. been for what I've chosen, like with the the spell shot and like the the dual wielding spells. That's just been so much fun. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the main campaign was a bit shorter than I thought it would be. And you know, I think if you beelined it, you could probably finish it in like five hours, um, maybe even yeah. less. There's, there's quite a lot of side content. I was expecting some kind of like twist where we were near <clears> the end of the game. I was like, this this seems a bit short, but then it just ended, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's over now, I guess. <laughs> and there was there was no real effort to like tie it into the wider universe, which I thought was a bit weird. Uh, I thought they would like leave us with something, but it, yeah, it didn't. Um, yeah, I was expecting something like when it went back to like Tina and then playing over the board. I was expecting some sort of dialogue or like where they were or all that sort of thing, or like oh, we should get back to a planet zed now you know yeah. like like teasing into the next game but they were literally just like let's play again and i was like okay yeah <laughs> great but it's so happened. yeah yeah um yeah overall the story like never kind of like went anywhere but it like it was funny you like it did what it did for a borderland story i think you know it did what it had to do it, you know it was it was funny yeah. and the, the writing wasn't noxious um overall i i did quite like the overworld like having now looked back at it like i still want to like go around and do like more of the side quests but i think it's um i think it's a nice way to like break up the the combat um you know in the sense that you you go there and there's like a little bit of exploration because i don't really know i don't know if this is controversial but i don't care about vehicles in borderlands like they always like try to make it their thing to be like oh look you like we can do like open world and you have like vehicles i'm like I, this isn't fun I just want to shoot yeah. stuff. Like it's not; it doesn't complement the core gameplay at all. I just like want, I just splatter everything immediately. It's like this doesn't do anything. So you know, I don't know if they ever do go fully open world instead of this weird, you know, like large chunk thing that they've been doing for a long time now. You know, I think they need to think about how they're going to do like traversal 
because um, I assume they're not going to do another overworld sort of thing because I think that would work quite well if they were doing like a so like I could just do that you know move like quickly through the world um, with a bit of exploration um, and go into these small like contained fights for like side quests or like you know the, the out camps or whatever um, without yeah. having to like engage with a vehicle because I just don't like I don't know the vehicles never I mean they're fine it's just like I I'd rather not <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, they're, they're just yeah they're just boring yeah everything is kind of a bit spongy um they don't go into any like skills or have anything that extravagant about them there's just like guns on them um that's kind of it and they, and they, they, don't, they don't exactly well. <laughs> yeah they don't exactly drive well either it's like you don't even it's not even like the triggers to go and stop it's like you just hold up on the analog stick like it's not really that <laughs> yeah it's not really that fun let's be I honest that's not yeah. there was one there was like one cool design in three i remember which was like the wheel um and you could get some like upgrades can you and unlocked which i guess was kind of cool but oh still, yeah that was okay yeah but still like it was not it never like went into the loot system like you couldn't get different like like you know like loot for the vehicles that might help maybe yeah. but like it, they never they just never control well and i just never want to be in one <laughs> you know like i don't know but yeah, yeah. like it's like i want to jump out and shoot stuff so yeah whatever so yeah overall I, it, it is good now that some of the technical issues have cleared up um, i would say i've had a good time with it i think there's a good bit of experimentation there and I, you know i think borderlands is going to be one of those games where we get every entry um yeah, and yeah. based on its yeah. ability to keep pulling us back in with like DLC or whatever, like maybe we play it for extended time or maybe we don't, but it's gonna, it's just gonna be one of those. Um, but it's really good. It is really good. I think it does a lot of things better than three. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of want to keep playing it and keep fiddling around with the the end game because there's there's quite a lot of meat to it, like you said. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm totally there with you. I definitely want to sink my teeth into it a little bit more. I mean, I'm not even max level yet, but yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, cool. let's move on to some honourable mentions, if that's cool with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right, so I just, uh, there was a trailer, and a release date trailer, should I add, for Warhammer Darktide. Finally, got a reveal Jesus. for September the 13th, which is which is great. That game went under the radar. Um, that got, got revealed, existing. like, May 2020, I think? Like, yeah. like ages. Um, you know, so we're coming up to two years now since we've heard anything about it, really. Um so, you know, thank goodness it's finally um, got a date. Uh, it looks looks mighty it does crispy. Look, it, <laughs> it, do, it does look crispy. really good. Yeah, I'm um, actually pretty psyched for that game. Um, but yeah, it's just been dead for so long. I just I completely forgot it existed, to be honest. And just as a reminder to everyone as well, it is current gen only. So you can only get this on Series X and S and obviously PC. Um, presumably you'll be able to stream it if you've got an Xbox One, um, you know, barring the quality um and there's something else i was going to say about it do you think do you think it's going to be a games pass one um, like outriders situation oh i feel like it oh that's a good question it could I, I be like... it, I, I have this weird feeling that it could be you know it's, like a, it's, it's that like sort little, of game isn't it little spark okay. yeah <coughs> yeah it depends it, if there's upsell i guess really i think that's what it comes it, down to in my head, it was announced already as a Games Pass title, but in the recent trailer, it definitely it didn't say Games Pass. So maybe maybe mm. I'm making that up. Um, yeah, it, it's the type of game, isn't it? And and then like Vermintide has like a good history of being on Games Pass and presumably doing quite well. Um, yeah, I think it would be a good one. It just depends. I think it, it's a shame it's coming out so late in the year. Like it coming out right now 
<clears throat> would be so good. Um, we don't know if it's like a full exclusive or a timed exclusive. I'm assuming it's like a, a timed exclusive. Um, but <clears throat> by the time that comes out, what is it? October after that, probably going to be Redfall. Yeah, but we spoke about this before. Like, like they're probably holding Redfall for October, like Halloween time. In which case, yeah. it's like, oh, they're the same game. <laughs> well, yeah, they're not. They're not in the sense that you know, Dark Tide is very more. It's a lot more um, left for deady, whereas Redfall is like more open worldy, supposedly. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but similar, similar styles, similar like four player co op looter. Um, you know, a shooter with skills and powers and stuff like that. It it does overlap in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. And then one month after that, you got the big old boy Starfield, haven't you? So, yeah. So there's 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 a lot coming out in those three in those three months. Um, and Dark Tide and um, Redfall and Starfield are all those sort of huge games where it's not just pick up and put down again in, in a week. You know, they're like quite intense looter sort of games or large ex- RPGs or something like that. You know, s- stuff that you'd hope to hold for quite a while. So, yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting to see how they all piece together. Um, and it could, it I could suppose be that... an expensive month. Actually, yeah, well, I was going to say, games pass. Yeah, because Redfall and Starfield are games pass, maybe that um, does free up a bit of flexibility for a lot of subscribers. Like, if Darktide isn't in, maybe it's like, oh, well, I'm probably going to play Redfall in October not a big deal to splash out you know some money but i'm dark tied now and then see where we're at in a month like if redfall comes out and it's better then maybe i'll move to that and if not then maybe we'll stay on dark tide so yeah yeah no i'm like you yeah i'm excited for dark tide um vermintide was was wicked dark tide looks like an improvement and it looks i'm 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 it's a i think it's the first game that we know of other than like flight sim that's like and the medium i guess that's like only going to be series x and s like yeah yeah, I think I think, I think Redfall is as well, and, and so is Starfield. But obviously, they're afterwards. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it will be one of the first of its kind. That's literally just like, yeah, buy a new console. Yeah, or fuck off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, uh, I am um, excited to see how how it shapes up. Um, those are always those are always a good time. Uh, it's Fat Shark, isn't it? That do that do them. Um, yeah. yeah, they always do a good job. They've, they've they've really been refining that engine for a while. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, cool. So next up, there, there was there was quite a lot of like general industry news this week, and like we haven't quite got the time today to go over uh, all of it. So I've just tried to try to put some of the big stuff in today. Um, so one of the other big bits of news was this this week was that Remedy announced that they were doing a Max Payne remake, remake not remaster. Uh, for one and two, Max Payne one and two, um, in collaboration with Rockstar, because I think Rockstar published it back in the day, so the IP rights yeah. were like scattered. Um, I never played Rock uh, Max Payne, so this doesn't mean anything to me. But I know a lot of people have been very excited about this, and I, I didn't know if you were uh, familiar at all with the with the IP. Yeah, I played Max Payne. Yeah, um, I played it a bit, not to completion, because I was quite sort of young um, when that sort of came out. Um, but I do remember watching my my brothers play it a lot as well, and it was a cool fucking game, man. Like it was, it was, like it, it was and diving yeah. around and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a really fucking cool game. You could do some amazing shit that just made you feel like a complete badass in that game. Um, but awesome. it's like your classic. It's like you're playing a fucking Liam Neeson movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's that's basically what it is. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty hype. Like I I think a a, fu- a full-on remake you know if if you know i'm imagining remake in the sense of 
Final Fantasy 7 remake and Dead Space remake, you know, they're proper going for it and they're just making it entirely new. Well, they're, they're making it, it in cool. they're making it in their engine, the Northlight engine, same same one as Control okay. and Quantum Break, so it, it will look oh. nice. Yeah, that looks <coughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Um and for nostalgia's sake, I, that's that's a game I might actually uh I might actually buy, to be honest. Yeah. Um yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. Remedy Remedy has quite a lot in the works now. Um, they've said they're doing like a, a like a multiplayer game. We know they're doing Alan Wake two. Now yeah. they're doing this, you know. So that's that's quite a lot because they're not a massive team. Like they're like mid sized, you know. Um, and they're, and they're known to be slow. Like Remedy are known to be like not time efficient. Um, so <laughs> you'll have to see how it goes. Hopefully they aren't taking too much on because you know, that has yeah. happened before. I mean, it'll probably be a while till this comes out. Um, by the sounds of it, literally just well, announced, no release date. Maybe, but like my, my my concern is that if if they're doing it, if they've agreed, like to co- like to collab with Rockstar, then there might be some additional pressure to make this priority. If you know what I mean, that's true, and there'll be additional resource put into it as well, um, so they can get it done quicker as well. So it, it, it's going to hit something Maybe. in the development chain, uh, wherever that is, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it'll be interesting to know if it's it's pro- probably a next year game, I would imagine, but it could be the end of this year. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how far along development they are. I don't know if they even said in the in the blog if if it was um like where they were at. But yeah, yeah, it's cool though. Cool. Okay, and the last honorable mention for this episode is uh, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Is that am I saying that right? Is that is, is that the right? Yeah, it's the. Have I said those words saga. in the correct order? <laughs> I don't know, but you got all the right words. Yeah, whether <laughs> they're, they're, they're in the right order. Yeah, the Sky Saga walking in the Star Wars. Um, <laughs> it's like Lego. Get... Hey, oh, God. It's like the main <laughs> bit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's come out to an 82 on Open Critic. Um, a lot of the reviews I've read have been have been really good, calling it like a really good step forward for the Lego franchise. Um, I haven't played a Lego game in a while since Lego Avengers, which I, funnily enough, used for a psychological experiment during my first degree. <laughs> and I haven't touched a Lego game since. You, for which you were a participant, correct? Yeah, yeah. An yeah. unwilling participant, by the way. Lawsuit yeah, right. pending. Yeah, just change you down here. But um, yeah, I'm actually kind of pissed off with this game because i uh like no it's great it's done well it's fantastic and i think it's like a really good fan service because like it just goes through like all the games and apparently it does it like a in a really it does a good job like the attention to detail is great and people love it um and it's fun right it's lego but like one i'm not a huge fan of lego games two I, I googled every single Lego game leading up to this and looked at the Open Critic score and they were all like 70, wow. 74, 75 max. And I'm like, I'm gonna, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to counterpick this. And then this game fucking booms it and gets like 85. And now I got yeah, like you, minus 15. You are not doing great. On no, I'm not. Are you? But like I did, I literally looked at all previous Lego games. How was I supposed to know this would be a banger? And I gave this one a bit wow. of a Google as well back at the time, <laughs> and people were yeah. like, "Yeah, it has potential, but you know, it's also just another Lego installment." So I was like, "I'm going to counter pick this. What's the worst that could happen? Like high seventies at worst, right? No, it gets like mid eighties. Fantastic. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So I was a little bit triggered by that, but um, overall, yeah, it looks like a pretty cool game." 
Um, so, and I'm sure it could be fun to play with a with a like a local co-op partner and stuff like that. I'm sorry to hear it, dude. It sounded like your heart rate went up a bit there. Maybe it's been recorded it in your armband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it has. I've got alerts fly through right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's a shame. It does suck for you. You have uh, not had good luck with your counter picks. No, not. Well, a lot of your picks actually. Just my, yeah, just my picks in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking AIDS, man. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but I just want to give a shout. I don't, I don't really have much to add, but um, you know, it, it, it's nice to see when these games um, come out and do well um, and and, it, and move it forward because they are always a bit like I know a lot of adults enjoy like Lego games, but like they don't. They only hold my attention for so long. Um, yeah, you know, but yeah, I can't deny the appeal that they have for like families. You know, like playing through one of them with your kids or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. That's yeah, like really, really great experience. Um, it it does like I've got. A, Oh, I know we're on the clock, but I kind of want to ask you, like, what, um, are there any games that you would like, like any franchises that you would like to see Legoed, like, into a game? Uh, oh, God, that's, that's quite the question. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I'm just trying to think of, like, all my favourite, <laughs> I'm trying to think of all my favourite franchises and, and whether or not they'd work Lego. Instantly, I thought Monsanto Lego, and I was like, nah, I, st- I just don't. <laughs> That'd be I'm so... Not, very complicated. Yeah, it'd be very complicated. Um, I think a Lord I of the Rings know. Lego would be. Has there been a Lego, a Lego Lord of the Rings game? I know there's I like feel like sets. I feel like there has been a Lego Lord of the Rings game. Mm. One, yeah. I feel like there has been. But yeah, that w- it would totally fit fit the setting, right? Like the big old fucking battles and stuff like that done done in Lego. Yeah. Um, yeah. That what about like work. a really like? What about like a really gory like Doom? I think about like a gory game where it's just like loads <laughs> of like like red, you know, little pellets flying off everywhere. That'd be yeah, great. That, that, that could actually be quite cool. Yeah, Doom Lego. Yeah, yeah, it could be quite interesting. Halo Lego. Halo Lego. Yeah. Well, there was that um, the Mega Blocks thing a couple of years back. Do you remember that? It was like leaked that there was like a Mega Blocks, which is like you know Lego off-brand whatever. Yeah. Game in development, and there was some gameplay leaked, and it, it like kind of looked alright. Um, yeah, I could I could see Halo working um, in that in that uh, capacity. Yeah, cutesy little spin on Halo. Um, yeah, I could I yeah I could definitely see it working, or, or even potentially Gears. Gears a little bit less, but yeah, hmm. I don't know. F- yeah, food for quite, thought. Quite an, quite an interesting topic. I'm gonna go with Halo though. <laughs> I think Halo would be yeah, I think like, Halo the would one be good as well. that works best in my head at least. Uh. Okay, so, all right, let's move on to the main news for today. And what was the time? It was 30. So the main news for today is, well, to start with, uh, nice and easy, nice and basic. There's been an update to the dashboard um, that's pressing the Xbox button, switches your uh, TV's input um, to to whatever the Xbox is on. Um, I probably wouldn't have added this to, like, main bits of news, but this is so useful to me, I could not mention it because I'm, like, always panicking to find my remote. (laughs) Oh, really? Um, yeah, because because I have like quite a few different devices plugged in, and like I use the s- smart TV sometimes rather than like watching through the Xbox because um, of just just ease like the ease of access is just a little bit better, um, hmm. you know. And then I'm not I'm, and I'm not logged in then, so people can't see my weird search history. So um, yeah, I usually prefer that. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, I could see someone who has loads of devices plugged in like you, this being quite useful. Um, for me, 
I literally just do everything through my Xbox. My Xbox is my gaming and entertainment system. So I watch Netflix, I watch Prime, I watch YouTube for it, and I also play games. So I literally never switch my source. But yeah. You sound like an advert. You sound yeah. like an advert, dude. I know. This is we're sponsored by Xbox. How much <laughs> I I got I got This yeah. is sick. <laughs> yeah, I got I got connections, man. Like did I not did I not mention this going in? We, this is yeah. new to me. <laughs> this uh, is very yeah. new. I'm now extremely nervous. <laughs> this, this is breaking news. <laughs> You're like shaking, like reading the news. <laughs> yeah. Like, next, next up. <laughs> oh god. Well. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. Next up, though. Seriously. Um, uh, so this this funny. You know, there's been like this developing like story with Fallout 76 um, that we've had that was yeah. like the next year's roadmap. Oh, there's a 10 year roadmap. And we were kind of like, okay, well that's full. That's cool. Like that's good. Like good on them for not like letting it die. And you know, it's, it's got on its own following now and that that's great. And they can go from there. Well, in order to execute all of those plans, they've, uh, they've announced, is it a partnership? I thought it was actually, uh, sorry. I, th- I thought this was an acquisition uh, to do uh, a studio called double 11. Uh, I'm not familiar with what they've what they've done, but they're established. Um, and in my head, when before I was reading this news, I thought it was that they had acquired them, but um, it looks no, like they're just working in collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they've they brought on another studio to essentially help with the development of Fallout 76 um, to, to, to execute all those plans. And I think this is this is interesting because <clears throat> either they need more support to execute those plans. Or they don't want to let the game die and are handing off most of the development, like the, the you know the, the groundwork to Double Eleven while they do the oversight, and then the rest of that team can then move into other stuff. Like maybe the rest of that team are now moving into Elder Scrolls Six. Like now that Starfield's coming up, you know, like maybe they're getting the pre-production rolling on that. So I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if they need a bigger team to keep supporting Seventy Six, or if they're just moving some of the team away to other projects now. Okay, yeah. Um, I I imagine it's just like a probably like a. I think it's probably maybe it's just like a mixture of both. To be honest, maybe they 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 literally just can't. I think Bethesda might just be sort of giving a little bit more work to them while they like like is is how we said while they work on their uh, other projects and stuff like that, and yeah. they're just like like listen you can mainly do fallout 76 you know we'll in, we'll inject most of it into you and we'll keep some a small team of bethesda officials to work with you um i think that's probably like it um more like it to be honest um and just looking up what they've done in the past double eleven it looks like they worked on um rust along with rust. face punch studios which kind of makes sense because rust is that sort of it's like another live service um open world MMO well, I don't want to say MMO but you know what I mean yeah Just like shared players world. yeah all yeah. the players are playing in one server sort of thing so they've got experience working in that area already they also help with um Minecraft dungeons as well uh, uh, along with yeah. Mojang um crackdown three here as well crackdown three yeah unfortunately I was going to skim over that one <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, just some some other stuff, but apparently a lot, of, a decent amount of Le- uh, Lego stuff. So, um, but yeah, yeah. so it it, it kind of makes sense with their experience recently with Rust. 
um, that's probably why why they've been picked up to work in collaboration with them. To be honest, and um, also the, the the fact that they worked with Xbox Game Studios before probably made them a good candidate yeah. as well. Like you know, they they went to Phil and be like, "Should we do this?" And Phil was like, "Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> they're all right." Oh. Yeah, yeah. He just he just, just like gives fucking Todd his card. Yeah, go on. <laughs> go it. on. Have some fun. Yeah. Experience the thrill right. that I've been experiencing, you know. Todd's like the pin number, he's like, oh no, you should be able to afford them on the contact list, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boop. Yeah, but no, yeah. obviously it well, isn't that... a purchase. I was just kidding. It's it's uh it's a partnership. Just for the yeah, sake yeah. of the joke, everyone. Yeah, come on. God Get, stay with Jesus. the bit. Appreciate my comedy. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. You can't say anything these days. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I get slapped. All right. Well, there was um, there was there was something happening with Minecraft, um, and then it didn't happen. So now there's not really a story here. But there was like everybody got excited for a moment because on the Minecraft tile, um, the X and S like optimization like badge came up, and everyone was like, "Oh, is is you know is is 4K Minecraft finally happening?" Because that's been like an ongoing like joke because they showed it off, and everyone was like, ha, 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 "That's so fun." And then it like looked really good. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Oh, yeah. like the super yeah. duper, super duper graphics pack or whatever it was called." Um, yeah. And then after everybody getting excited that something was fine, like movement was finally happening, uh, the Minecraft Twitter account said that uh, they were prototyping some stuff, and it inadvertently triggered the um, that that badge to come up. Badge. Um, so, so nothing happened. Back to playing old Minecraft without super duper graphics. Um, my heart, my heart yearns for super duper graphics Minecraft. <laughs> Give me my ray tracing I, now. I still don't think it'd bring me back. I think I'm done with Minecraft these days. Nah, that'll be fun. I don't know. We gave it a go not that long ago. Minecraft You're never done again. with Minecraft. <laughs> it, it, it finishes with you. You don't finish with it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I kind of feel like I'm finished with it. How can I feel you like be? I'd rather play Roblox. <laughs> you would not rather play Roblox. <laughs> You'd rather <laughs> experience insanity. There's a reason why I haven't completed Elden Ring yet, Deck, and it's Roblox. I go on a pair offline and I play Roblox. And what do you do? I Roblox. <laughs> I, I, I do. That's the what they call it. That's what they call it in the industry. It's like a verb, You're Robloxing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds horrible, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> Might need to get you an intervention. Um, an intervention? Yeah. Quits going. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Okay. All right, then. Um, okay. Next up. Here we are. My, you know, I'm, more than anything else, I'm glad that this finally happened with PlayStation and Spartacus PS Plus. Just so I don't have to talk about it anymore. I was getting a bit sick. Of yeah. Talking about it. <laughs> I was getting annoyed. Yeah, it was getting to like Starfield levels. I was like, can we just fucking stop talking yeah. about Starfield yeah, for like a, yeah. one week? Just one week. Well, we've actually got it a bit later on. Sorry. <laughs> and it's like an, it's like a nothing story as well. It's like like absolutely nothing happened. So we go around to that. Um, oh, there was a small trailer actually. Anyway, never mind. Okay, Spartacus finally happened. Did you read up on this, or should I very quickly go over the such like? do the summary i mean i i did read up on it but you should summarize it for the sake of the people listening yeah. yeah fair enough okay so if you if you haven't already seen um this happened like last week um playstation announced their new subscription service it's the subscription service that everybody has been saying oh you know it's it's playstation's games pass um and you know a while back 
Jeff Grubb at Gamesbeat, and I think Jason Schreier reported on it, and both essentially said, like, outlined, like, pretty much correctly, like, what, what has come out, um, leaked, I guess, what those tiers would be. It would be a three-tier model. There wouldn't be day-and-date games. It would involve streaming and some access to older titles. And since then, there's been a lot of debate about, like, oh, is this, like, a Games Pass competitor, or is it not? Or, like, you know, like... Um, mm. what slice of the pie is this going for um, and how good would it be? So now that we finally have the details, those conversations are obviously still ongoing, but to try and summarize, this is a merging of PlayStation's existing PS Plus, which is like the Xbox Live Gold equivalent, and PS Now, yeah. which is their like pseudo backwards compatibility, essentially. It's like a merging of those two things um and and then distributed and then some additional things thrown in there and then stretched across three tiers so at the lower t- at the lowest tier um it's the same price as ps plus called playstation plus essential um so it comes with the basics like you know your two free games two or three games free a month um mm-hmm. your cloud storage for saved games which by the way is absolute horseshit i just want to put that out there like you you don't get cloud saves and if you're not paying like on, on xbox you don't what? have to be subscribed to xbox like if you're not connected to the internet on playstation oh but you don't get cloud saves that's that's a, did you not know i that? actually like a- i actually never put that together so if i didn't have playstation essential or just playstation plus even right now i wouldn't be able to just like sign in and carry on like my my elden ring on your, no, on it, your it, PlayStation. Yeah, that's right. It would like data would save locally, but yeah, yeah you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to. Um, yeah. You only have limited storage, obviously, and like some. Because like it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because if I was like, if I just like signed in on like your Xbox or my yeah. my other friend's Xbox be able to. with my account booted up Elden Ring on Xbox, I would be able to just download my save and carry on with my character. Um, but I wouldn't be able to do that on PlayStation. I actually never put that together. That's yeah, that's awful. And that's that's always been a thing. Um, but it, it it's been one of those real like Achilles heels for the service that people have always been like, why can't you just give us give us that for free? Like yeah. I remember well, I don't and I'm not really sure why, because I I'm assuming it's been sorry, it's been a while since somebody was gonna have to correct me if I'm wrong, but it's been a while since I've played um my ps4 but when i was like going through all of those those really good exclusives um like a couple of years back um i did have this issue where i didn't have ps plus for a bit and and i had i tried to what was it like i'd lost connection or something yeah that was it like i had i had ps plus and then it expired and then i tried to play again and it wouldn't let me the the save wouldn't carry through because it was it was like locked up in the cloud and i know it was cloud only you're saying yeah well like if you have ps plus it does it automatically you know but then if you run out it's like oh, sorry you don't have a save um Damn. which i was like like you know baffling which is like i think it's like a real big barrier to you getting this as a secondary console you know if that makes sense like, yeah Mm. Um, because I ended up buying like I found like a cheap subscription at the time for Bloodborne because I wanted to experience like the asymmetrical multiplayer and everything. But yeah, I, I actually ran into that and I was like, man, I can't believe is this a thing? Um, so yeah, yeah, that's still a problem. I don't know why they haven't ironed that out. It seems really just like unnecessarily restrictive. But anyway, sorry. So this is the the first tier. So you get um all of that basic stuff 
um, for in our currency, it's seven pound a month, fifty pound yearly. That's for your basics access to multiplayer, your basics few games a month, exclusive discounts, etc., yeah. etc. So nothing changes there, um, really. There's, I don't think there's actually anything different about that compared to how it yeah. was before. So you could feasibly stay on that, and there's no changes, and that's great. Other than the fact that there's still no cloud storage, <laughs> save games for free. Um, yeah. Then you've got PS Plus Extra. Um, so you get all the benefits from the previous tier, and you get a catalog of up to air quotes uh, 400 and then there's a little asterisk <laughs> 400 of the most enjoyable ps4 and ps5 games including blockbuster hits from our playstation studios catalog and third-party games games in the extra tier are downloadable for play so okay this is like the games party sort sort yeah. of bit um, library of games yeah it's got a big library of games we don't know what those games are like it doesn't go back beyond PS4, which I think is a, a bit disappointing to some people. Um, 400 is a big number. Like, that is a big number. So, it, like, I don't know how they're getting... Yeah, like, I don't know what sort of games they're putting in here. You know, that it, it is raising my eyebrow a bit because it's like... like I don't, I'm sure... I'm sure we're going to have bug snacks. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. Well, it's just like, is this, like, 300 <laughs> games of filler? I don't know. Because like, I, I guess... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would say the Games of- Pass has a lot of filler i don't know the f- it uh, it does it does have a decent amount of filler like not not too much most of it are pretty hard hitters like for sure but like there are some fillers 100 percent because there are there are hundreds of games and games I, Pass I as well um when you think about it um but yeah it's it's quite interesting because like i'm wondering the first thing that popped into my head was like would would a game like miles morales miles morales be in there miles morales be in there because i've like you know that that's been on my radar to play still need to complete the first spider-man but it's on my radar to play because it looks really fucking cool um will that be in there i don't know so that they do say they do say a bit further down um after we get to the next tier but they say um at launch, <clears throat> we plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, Mars Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, oh. and Returnal. Um, well, there you go. So, yeah, that and but I guess this is the question as well, and I guess you know this question does like permeate through the next uh, tier, the final tier, which is um, PlayStation Plus Premium. Um, it doesn't sound like they're going to have all their first-party titles there. Like they've already said that right. there's no day and date. No, there's nothing on day one, and that's been the biggest point of contention. And that's I think the thing which really keeps games pass like a league above it. Um mm-hmm. but we can come back around to that. But beyond that, it, it doesn't sound like they're planning to have all of their first party games there, which does surprise me. Like, I was expecting that they yeah. would. I was expecting like, where's, be like, where's Horizon? Yeah. Uh, Horizon did I, did wasn't, wasn't listed there. No, it says Death Stranding, no. God of War, mm-hmm. Marvel Spider Man. It doesn't say anything about Horizon. It doesn't say anything about um, Bloodborne. Anything like that. And, and, I mean, and that's blood, the thing. I'm sure. But, I'm sure they will cycle in and out. But it's just the fact that I'm just a bit confused. I thought they would have all of their first, all of their older first party catalog would be there. You know, I assume that they would want that brand recognition yeah. to be like these are our games, and if you pay the extra bit, you know they're yours and they're there are quality titles. Do you know what I mean? But they're, they're kind of missing out. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like that should be the the bare minimum to be like here are some two two year old games 
two plus year old games yeah. that we're known for classics like where's the last of us as well it's it's, it's it's stuff like that it's just like these are staples of playstation and you're upgrading your uh your tier uh, by the way you're upgrading it a lot how how much is it extra it's, it's well, so for us it's 11 pound monthly yeah so you're upgrading it like an extra like 16 quid um, over the course of the year, so okay, it's not like a substantial amount, but you'd expect you'd expect at least that, right, in your library of games. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's it's essentially double what it was from the essential tier. Essential was fifty pound, forty nine point nine, and this extra tier is eighty four. Oh, dude, I'm I'm being an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, not, not, I was I was re- I was re- I was reading the difference between extra and premium. <sighs> Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, it's substantially more. Sorry, yeah, it's, it's and, like and an extra like thirty four pounds. And on a monthly um, basis, it, it, it you know it goes from seven pound a month to eleven pound a month. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, again, I think it's it's good for that catchall. Like this, this strikes me as like the good catchall thing for like your kid, right? You know, if you want to give them like a year of PS Plus extra, get like loads of games, you know, go and have a great time. Um, yeah. And I, I can't fault that. Like, it's not that expensive. It is a big step up, but I don't. I, I suppose this tier isn't really aimed at us. Um, I guess. No. I but guess I not. still, nonetheless, I guess that that's maybe a good jumping point to move to the final tier, uh, which is PlayStation PlayStation Plus Premium. So, this comes with all the benefits of the previous two tiers, and it says adds up to an additional three hundred and forty. Then there's another little asterisk, three hundred and forty games. So we're talking. Which again, it's like it's a bit overkill at that point because now we're talking seven hundred and forty games, like allegedly, and it's like I don't know. I, I suppose yeah, I've always been a fan a of how it. Games Pass Games Pass isn't like infinitely growing. I mean, there is in in one sense it is a little bit because they keep their first party games in there indefinitely. Maybe there a day will come where they'll have to rethink that, but you know. I think it caps out at like 200 or something. I don't know. It's always a manageable library, you know? Um, yeah. 740 yeah. games is like, I don't know. It seems it's like diminishing returns. They're like There's only so much that, like, that yeah. I can play. Um, That's just a number for the sake of a number. Like we have a big number yeah. bigger than yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I like, I, I would be saying the same thing if tomorrow, like there was an Xbox wire post and Phil was like, we're adding 800 games to games pass. And I was like, but like, what realistically are you adding that I, that I yeah. like, haven't already played or that I want to play that isn't already in the service, you know? Um, mm. So anyway, so the big the big part about PS Premium, so amongst those 340 games include PS3 games, so a bit more backwards compatibility, but it's via cloud streaming. Yeah. So it's not native. Play them locally. Yeah. It's not native backwards compat. And that stirred up a bit of controversy because everybody knows PS3 had like, you know, a hellish architecture. And it's part of the reason why Sony haven't wanted to try to emulate it. Um, Whereas Xbox has been able to do such good backwards compatibility. And there's there's an argument of like, can they not do it? Or do they just not want to put the, you know, R&D and the cost and the time into doing it? Like, I think they probably could if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, I think so. But it's just they, they've, they've decided, you know, not that many people will use it and therefore it's it's kind of not worth it. But it's better than nothing, I guess. But it, it seems like a bit of a half-fast like, kind of approach. 
Um, mm. So there's that. And then there's a catalogue of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP uh, generations, um, which, again, is pretty cool. Um, so I, I don't. It, it's not really clear on, like, if they're all going to be downloadable, but for people who are into that and, like, want that... Um, like that heritage, you know, they want that stuff to be able to exist in perpetuity. Um, it's good that it's there. We, and we've, we've always said that about Xbox. We've said it's good that these things get to keep existing and they don't just get, mm-hmm. you know, put into this. So, so this is good. This, this, I think this is overall good. Um, I just think it's funny seeing PlayStation coming around to Xbox's, like, thinking on this. You know, it's like, oh, we believe in generations. Yeah. We're going to, like, skip and leave everything behind. It's like, oh, just kidding. Yeah. Except, the, the, of course, the only difference here is that PlayStation are charging you their highest tier, whereas on Xbox you can do backwards compatibility for, for free. So people are also a bit down on that, that it's like, why is this like a reasonably big feature like locked behind a very expensive uh, subscription? Yeah. No, yeah, I was literally just about to bring out the same thing. If we just have it, but you know, PlayStation have locked it behind their highest tier of, of monthly subscription. Um, and I don't know, for me, that's not an incentive to jump to the highest tier personally, backwards compatibility. Um, I feel like if their highest tier was like first party studios, then I'd be like, that's, that's a justifiable highest tier right there. Uh, playing a PSP game isn't, (laughs) uh, you know, and like PS3 via cloud streaming. I don't know, like, sure, there were some good PS3 games, but you're not going to, to play them natively. They're not going to be perfect. Uh, I played cloud streaming games um, on Xbox. Um, I remember playing Master Chief Collection and stuff like that via cloud streaming, like, for a few hours once. It's not great. Like, the experience is, is by far from actually complete. Like, I'd give it, like, a solid six. There was input yeah. delay. There was screen wipes. There was pixelated Tearing, images. Yeah um it's it's not fantastic so that ps3 via cloud streaming does not seem like nice to me in any way like i don't and also you, use it personally. you've got to assume that xbox is the furthest ahead in streaming in the industry you know exactly like, like, maybe doing maybe it for a while maybe. some people say stadia is very good <laughs> like the actual tech for, for stadia is very very good um mm-hmm. but you have to imagine that this isn't going to be as good. I have done some like of the remote play stuff. I don't know if that's technically streaming. Like I've done it from Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi, like from a different house, but in the past, and it, and it wasn't too bad actually. I was I was pleasantly surprised with how good it was for for PlayStation. Um, mm. But yeah, it depends on the games you're playing. Like you say, you know, like Master Chief Collection, maybe not, but like there are some games which 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 are suited really well. And once you combine that with like older games that maybe aren't as accessible, like on controller, let alone you know, via uh, streaming, which I suppose would also be by controller. Um, so I'm thinking, I think I've got like touched on the brain, like um, you know, X card. Um, yeah, that I think that yeah. would start to that would compound into something a bit more difficult. But but yeah, um, it's nice that it's there. It's just not like a killer feature, mm-hmm. and the value is really not apparent. It'll be there for some people, but it it's just not the sort of thing. I don't even think this would appeal to most like people in the hardcore sector, you know. Whereas you look at yeah. games past Ultimate and you look what you get there. I think most people of our like level, like you know, the intensity of fandom, I like. Yeah, wow, that's like, if I can afford that, there's no reason for me not to have that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay. Um, so then there's... Um, it also offers streaming access for uh, original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers and markets. Okay, so all of the games that we listed in the previous tier are can be streamed if you have this tier, but they can't be streamed if you have the previous tier. So actually, you know, reading through this right now, I understand a lot of people were saying like it was quite confusing, uh, like what's yeah. available and what. And I'm now, I wish I didn't really understand at first, but now actually reading through it properly, I'm I'm now kind of understanding that. So the, the games, the 400 games that you can get in PS Extra, you can download, but can't, and you can play natively, but you can't stream so it's, 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 it's kind of weird to me yeah. that a lot of these features are like stretched because this is just like PS yeah. now could do a lot of this. Not all of it. Like they, they have added some value here, but they've just stretched it over three tiers a little bit. Um, exactly. Yeah. I just feel like they're trying to justify the extra, the extra tier. Yeah. By, by like just taking a piece from the previous tier and putting it into this one to make it seem better. Just like if you don't have enough, for three tiers, just make two tiers and just put it all in one tier. Like, I don't know. It's it's very weird. They're trying to make it out to seem better than it is. Yeah, I agree. And then the final point is uh that PlayStation Plus Premium uh will uh give some time limited game trials. Um so customers can try select games before they buy. Um which like you read that and you're like, Oh, that's that's kinda nice, but then you're like why do I have to pay a hearty subscription to try a game? Yeah, which if I then like, I still like have that. to buy for sixty-five quid. Yeah, exactly. It's like so I have to. Yeah, <laughs> I have to buy a one hundred pound yearly subscription to to play Ragnarok for one hour and then one buy hour. that for sixty-five quid. Yeah, it's like it's. it's, it's I weird. think it's a bit cheeky. I think it's a bit cheeky. That they're trying to sell a game trial as a feature, you know. Yeah, and um, we game trials used to be. I have you know, and I guess I, I, I don't want to sound hypocritical because I know EEA Play does the same thing, um, which comes part as part of Games Pass Ultimate, but that's kind of like an accessory. It's like auxiliary to what the Games Pass Ultimate subscription is. You know, you get EA Play as like a bit on the side or the cherry on top and EA play happened mm. to do trials as a result, you know, uh, like having it as one of the main four features of this tier isn't a good look. Um, I don't think. No. Yeah. I don't think so either. I mean, a demo or a trial should be an incentive to buy a 65 pound game. If you're, if you're proud of your product, be like, try it. We know you'll love it. Um, it's free. And then we'll get your purchase out of you because we're confident in our product. The fact that you're paying for this access to the trial to then buy the product, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like my brain is actually confused. No, I like it's why... not. It's not a thing. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I feel like they could have they could have gotten more goodwill here by like just saying alongside this announcement, we're happy to announce. You know, and this maybe would have offset some of the. Um, upset around day and date, like as part of your PlayStation Plus essential, so like the basic yeah. one, you can you'll get a one hour game trial. Uh, we'll up this to two hours in our premium trial, right? So at least it's it's like an enhancement yeah. of a basic feature rather than like we're locking this away at our highest tier. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, and then, so I guess in terms of pricing, it's really interesting actually because this, at least in sterling you know in the uk um i think it is for all all the other currencies as well across us europe and japan but ps plus premium is more expensive than games pass ultimate monthly games pass ultimate doesn't offer a yearly subscription and so yearly ps premium is cheaper if you buy it on a yearly basis yeah i think this is really cheeky and i think this is deliberate this is so people were are less incentivized to buy it for a month or two, right? To try out the newest game because they yeah. look at the prices and it will say on their website best value, you know, yearly best value. Break it down, you know, this is how much it will cost you a month, which will be substantially less if you buy it for the year. Um, it's so... not. It's that's. It's not. That's very normal though. Like as a person oh, yes. who works with software subscriptions at work all the time, there's always, always cheaper if you if you, if they lock you in and uh, annually. Uh, of course, monthly. always. No, yeah, sense. totally. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. It makes total sense. Um, but I, I think it, it, it's just especially like salt in the wound because they know that people are going to want to dip in and out of this service. Um, yeah. To try some of their games, to try it, like to try a trial, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it is good that the the, the yearly ch- subscription is cheaper. Um, and if Games Pass Ultimate did a tw- like a yearly subscription, they would probably knock a bit of price off too. They probably should offer one, so you know, maybe that is a bit of leverage. Um, but yeah, you know, it's whatever. It's it's still expensive. It's like ten quid cheaper, and it, you know, obviously, I don't having had the discussion that we've had, I don't feel like it discusses, uh, it has as much value um, overall. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, it's not bad. You know, I feel like anyone listening, when we're not bashing on it. Like the service is good and it's good value for money, especially if you're dipping in uh, games or there's lots of, you know, you're a big fan of multiple genres, all that sort of stuff. You've got quite a bit of time in your hands. Like this, this is the thing to go for instead of buying individual games for 65 quid a piece. Like, a hundred percent is a great service but yeah. for us and for what we've experienced with games pass it's just not it's just not quite as good to be honest um and the biggest factor is obviously we talked about the the, the, the negatives like the game trials and all this cloud streaming lot behind the highest tier it's confusing it's weird but like it's just the fact that 
first parties aren't in there as well. And like PlayStation did touch on this and basically they just said we can't afford to do that right now. Um you know, we're not well. we're not Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. We're not Microsoft is basically what they were saying. They were like playing the uh the wounded puppy sort of um we're, yeah, we're doing I the best what we can guys. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, a little bit. So, so that is that is is an interesting point that I do want to sort of jump back around to. But yeah, like I think I think it's important to just note that I think that there. Are, yeah, I think this is like good overall. It does provide additional value, which is like important. I think most. I think the PS Extra tier is probably the most. Yeah, but that's, that's going to be I'm the most for. popular. Yeah, because it's like it adds a library. It's it's essentially like small games pass, um, with some first party stuff in there. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, it really hinges on what like what it is. Like, what are those 400 games? What first-party games are you putting in there? Because there's a lot of stuff that's left like a bit ambiguous and a bit vague here. Like, like I've said, it, yeah. it's very... If they put all of their first-party stuff in there, it's not day one, fine. But if they put all of the older stuff in there that's maybe like two years old and beyond, I think that's pretty good. If it's like just a selection and they're cycling in their own games in and out, I'm suddenly not like, I don't want to be on a timer. Like I like that about games pass. I like that. I can go back and play Forza horizon five or flight sim. I can like dip into those games whenever I want without fear of them disappearing one day, like gears five, all of this stuff. Um, it feels more like I own it, even though I, I, you know, I'm aware of the fact that I don't, um, so there's that. So, and so there is some details that haven't yet been revealed. Um, they're doing the next we're hearing about this is like in three months time. I think they said it's like July. So it's like, Okay, I guess. Um, hmm. And the final point is that a lot of PlayStation Cloud streaming hasn't hit like lots of smaller markets. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. But whereas X Cloud is in a lot of international like countries at the moment, PS Plus isn't. So they have like a separate tier for that called PS Plus Deluxe. So they're like for markets without cloud streaming, PS Plus Deluxe will be offered at a lower price compared to premium, and include the PlayStation PS2 and PSP generations for download and play and time limited game trials. So it's like, yeah. Oh, like another tier. Like, you know, so I, I guess I understand why people get a bit confused. Um, mm-hmm. So yes. So that's kind of like the summary and where we're at with that and like how there is still some stuff, which is yet to be seen, but that, that, yeah. Um, I think it's an interesting thing that you said, like Jim Ryan came out and said that I said when he was, pressed on like oh so why is it there like day and date they were like oh yeah we don't think that's sustainable uh like we think it would harm the quality of our games it's like oh yeah dude, like shut the fuck up like what are you on about yeah. <laughs> we think um, it would harm our wallets i mean the quality of our games mm, yes. sorry <laughs> sorry can we cut can we cut that that'd be great <laughs> yeah don't put that in i didn't say that um yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, what is, so the quote we've got here is the level of investment that we need to make in our students would not be possible in regards to day and date. And we think the knock-on effect on the quality of the games that we make would uh, would not be something gamers would want. Thanks for making the decision for me, buddy. <laughs> yeah, gamers don't want first-party games all no. like day one for an easy subscription service. Gamers want to pay 65 quid yeah. a piece. Yeah. Some maybe even seventy pounds. Don't forget the the gold editions of the game. Some would probably want to pay eighty five. 
We yeah, know like what gamers it. want. <laughs> they like it. <laughs> they like the feeling of their wallets emptying. It's a good feeling. Yeah, they like the feeling of eating rice every day for a week just so they can afford one of our games. <laughs> so, so they can play God of War Ragnarok and stroke Kratos' beard. Yeah. And so they, and this was like another like weird. Because like Jim, Jim, he. He pops off sometimes. Sometimes someone hands him a microphone and he just like kind of goes off on a wild ride. And this is one of those times where he just kind of says what like, he wants to say. And so he said, we feel like we are in a good virtuous cycle with studios, which like that makes sense. Virtuous cycles is like they're apparent everywhere in life with people. You know, you get virtual cycles of mutual benefit. You're nice to someone. They're nice to you. You know, it's like it's like scientific yeah. karma. It makes sense. However, mm-hmm. he then says, where the investment delivers success, which enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more, which delivers yet more success. Hello? Am I speaking normally? <laughs> Did that make sense? What did what I say just make sense? Not really. You missed words. You just stopped saying <laughs> I words. I, did. I, I, did. <laughs> I was reading it and I was like, have I like, just got It's like you just lost interest in it <laughs> as you were reading it. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, shut up. Jim. Okay. Uh, we like that cycle, and we think our game is like that cycle. So, in no point in that hot, like that quote that I failed to like verbalize, <laughs> did did I understand why day day and date games couldn't be part of that? I don't know because they're like, oh, you know, we invest in studios, and then they make good games, and so we make invest in them more. And it's like, yeah, we like we understand how funding works. Like, I don't get yeah. because you fund like you pay people more to get them in day one presumably like you know when back for blood came in they would have got like on day one they would have got more money then as opposed to like three months down the line so like i don't understand the point (laughs) yeah it's it's very weird i don't know it's one of those things where maybe they'll they'll put it in or maybe they'll add it as another tier like later down the line depending how this performs but then like this won't perform how they expect because it's not there in the first place so it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah i think it is a little bit but i don't know yeah you you got to trust in in the in the process sometimes sometimes you got to take the leap and just put it in and it will pay off eventually right they're just they're just afraid I just don't think PlayStation want to lose money, even in the short term, even if it benefits them in the long term. They're just like, yeah. no, 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 margins have to be the same, if not up all the time. It's just which, like... which, which does make a little bit of sense because they are a smaller company than Microsoft. And like, this is this yeah. is not me saying that like a subscription cannot, a good subscription cannot exist that doesn't have day and day. That's not it at all. I just think the reasoning is so weird and all over the place here. And like, is he like a lot of the press statements they bout, but they're very on the pulse, like Sony with like a lot of what's going on with like fanboy wars and stuff and they say a lot of stuff to like get social media chattering and and defend like you know doing their work for doing their marketing for them um and sometimes because they use that reasoning it like doesn't make sense or like it's just very loose and like airy fairy and it's like like surely games pass like disproves this like Mm. surely netflix disproves this like you know yeah like what you want about so I understand it's it's a bit, a bit apples and oranges, um, but you know that that's all. Yeah, it's it's just 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 odd reasoning. That's all. I, I, it's not like necessary, but and and they haven't framed this. I don't think as a Games Pass competitor. I don't think they're really trying to. It's more in line with like Nintendo Switch Online. Um, yeah, 
which is funny, that isn't it? We've now got all three, all of the big three offering subscription services when everybody thought it was hilarious when Games Pass was introduced like in 2018. Yeah, it's quite funny, that isn't it? Here we are. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's pretty much it on um, Spartacus. Is there anything else that you kind of I've got to add there? Uh, will, would you buy that if you got a PlayStation? I, I do have a PlayStation. Um, I feel like I feel like I might go for the middle tier service if if the catalog of games has a few stuff I a few things I want to play and like you know I'm not I'm not in the I'm in a little bit of a dry spell with with sort of like Xbox you know I'm just like oh I played loads of stuff you know I'm not actually into anything like too much of Xbox right now let's just get one month or two months of this middle service. I'll play Miles Morales. I'll play some Returnal. I'll play some, maybe I'll do The Last of Us if that's in there or or anything like that. Yeah, I could see myself buying the middle tier. Don't think I'd buy the, the, the highest tier though. Yeah, and I like, I, I, I'm i with you. I'm with you. It depends. It depends what's in there. It depends how long games are staying for. Um, mm-hmm. I could see myself doing that like you said, if I have, I'm ha- if I'm having a dry month and I want to like knock through like one or two PlayStation exclusives, um, yeah, I guess exactly. my, 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 it's, my... it's way cheaper, isn't it? You're spending like eleven quid to play a couple games, but uh, potentially if you could set aside the time, I guess yeah, it, it's not that's way cheaper than buying them. <sighs> I, I was going to say that's way cheaper than buying the full price, but because they're like. Because older, they they're leaning they on older games, price. it's like actually, yeah, like, actually, is it? Like, yeah, and I guess you, that's you, kind you of you picked up all those all those games like God of War and Bloodborne for like pennies, didn't you? It was like they were like six quid and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I got like Game of the Year so... editions. I think God of War was like twenty five at the time. Yeah, I got Forbidden West Game of the Year for like ten pound. You know, Bloodborne was like seven. Yeah, yeah, and that was in their so... own store. Yeah, yeah. So, so all those sort of games you can pick up quite cheap in a in, in a decent sale anyway. Um, yeah. So that that's what I mean. It it becomes this like umming and ahhing, like rather than like I know I'm going to get the best deal possible here, you know. Yeah. And, and that that is kind of the problem. I think that that's a barrier. The fact that that I'm, if I'm having that dry spell, I then have to say like, oh, like I have to have a look what's on the subscription. I have to have a look online and see what what's like cheap, like oh, CD keys or Amazon, you know, whatever. Like I have to go through that whole rigmarole, and it's like rather than it just being easy peasy, if I click one button on my on the dashboard on PlayStation, I know I'm going to get all of the first party titles for the next month for fifteen quid, um, yeah. or, you know, eleven quid or whatever, and that's that is a that is a going to be a barrier. But yeah, like like you say, I think the way they've set it up means, which is exactly what we said by the way, um, in previous podcasts, that it will just depend. It will just depend what's on what per month what deals are on sale per month you know um and also like because we're talking about it on a monthly basis it's the same price as ultimate and that kind of like i don't know that that it's fine i guess it's better than buying you know obviously than if it was like 40 quid still and i could get a month for 11 that's obviously better but the i don't know it, it just feels a bit weird paying the same price when i get so much more in ultimate you know but you know whatever is what yes it is. Yeah, it's still it, yeah. ultimately i think it, it still is more value but it's just that it like i said it's that whole umming and ahhing of like having to figure out like what will be better value rather than knowing it will be better value I think yeah that's, that's yeah. a real problem it's not definitive enough yeah yeah that's right that's right okay wicked well that's 
PlayStation Plus done and dusted. Thank God, eh? We've got at least three yeah. months away from that until we can talk about it before we speak about it again and they reveal what's in it. Uh, so that's goodness. a good, good bit of breathing space, yeah. All right. Well, while we're on subscription services, the next news story uh, was just a small little a small little boy about um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and one of the devs, I think in an interview with Eurogamer, um, has said that um, that they love that uh, people are now picking it up. Like a lot of their metrics are showing that a lot of people are picking it up with Games Pass. They're playing it and sort of sharing their experience after obviously a, a slow start prior to joining Games Pass. And you're probably thinking, is this really news? Like, yeah, <laughs> people play games that are in Games Pass. But I just think, it's been a really good case study going into the galaxy because it's a game that square ref- like presumably refused to put on the service day one and then didn't do well and then square were like as they always do oh i didn't reach our expectations and it's like you made a bad call then didn't you you should have taken presumably yeah. xbox reached out but like do you want to join the service for day one and they didn't and it, it would have been such a perfect fit it's not like your game didn't reach expectations. Your game was developed and could have reached those expectations. You didn't make the right business decisions that could have got it there. Like yeah. the the game was great. Everyone loved the game. Like hell, I've downloaded it and I think I'm going to boot it so up soon. Like yep. two of our friends that we play with on a regular basis are both playing it right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's and just they like have touched it before. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, actually, well, no, not <laughs> Kaden actually bought it. So, which is on a really deep funny. sale. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. He does, and and the same with the new Life is Strange because the new Life is Strange has just come to Games Pass this month. Oh, that's again, right. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, he 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 bought that at the same time with Guardians of the Galaxy. Hasn't He's played such any a mug. of them. Yeah, He's such hasn't a played, mug. <laughs> he hasn't played any of them, and then they went to Games Pass, and I was like, dude, just stop. And he was just like, yeah, but if I see it on sale, I'm gonna buy it in it, and I'm just like. No, like things will come to Games Pass eventually, and you're not going to play it at the time you buy it at the sales. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He's the sole reason why Phil gets to tweet out and say like people buy more games when they're subscribed to Games Pass. It's just him. It's just him just slamming (laughs) purchases on sales. All coming from this same IP address. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So, um, I. Yeah, and it's a, it, just, it just makes me think like what happened before launch because like clearly they must have seen that it was shaping up quite well. They probably got mock interviewers in, and they were like, "Yeah, this is reviewing like mid eighties. Like, I think we've got a hit on our hands here." But they just, I just think it's crazy that they didn't read the room of like, like the reactions online. Interest was really low. Marketing was like, like no, there wasn't much of it, and it wasn't good. Um, Funny enough, I actually saw a few like adverts for that game. Like, well, I was just eating dinner like on tv it's just like you don't see Before game adverts yeah, yeah and i was like you don't see game adverts like that often and i was i was seeing like guardians of the galaxy adverts like a bit prior to launch and then also after launch too like on just like yeah, fair enough main on like mainline tv um which was quite surprising to me but yeah yeah, maybe it was just the style then. Maybe it was more the style of the advertising. But yeah, it's more the fact that they didn't read the room with how people were still processing Avengers and that that was going to impact sales. They were like, yeah, the quality will carry it through. But it's like, like that's, no, this is what you, Game Pass is for, dude. This is like literally, yeah. this is it. <laughs> You've got a game yeah. which is good quality. Like Microsoft will cut you a pretty big check, like presumably. And then you don't yeah. you know, keep it in there for three months, take it out. If people, like then you've got Especially, some good word going, people will buy it. 
especially when you need to earn some trust back as well like it's just yeah. like the perfect it's just like the perfect scenario but hey ho you know you live and you learn maybe next time they'll give games pass more of a shot maybe this is a bit of a, a user story for other companies to be like maybe we should uh maybe we should do games pass you know like this is this kind of look is a bit of a lesson sometimes um for, for like other studios looking in as well yeah um, yeah and i mean so. of course it is easy for us to sit here and say that but like i i think there is an understanding that some devs and publishers are still kind of reluctant about games pass you know it's doing well and generally they're yeah. getting a lot of devs on board but like some publishers are, are reluctant and think that they're going to lose money um but that's you know that's what the negotiations are for um but yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a shame I, I i guess it's a shame but it's good that i suppose that, that there's now it's the game is having like an upswing i i suppose you know yeah it deserves it yeah i think it's a good yeah. game excellent okay next up is the new additions for games pass uh in april uh like you said uh we've got um life is strange true colors in here we've got dragon age 2 on ea play plants vs zombies garden warfare on ea play star wars squadrons i forgot that game came out yeah <laughs> star wars it's, supposed bit, it's supposed to be a bit of a banger wasn't it yeah it was supposed to be pretty good but yeah i just never saw anything about it um we've got cricket 22 the show 22 chinatown detective agency lost in random which looks kind of good um and then I can't read what those final two are, so I'm just going to have a quick look on my phone. <laughs> Can you read them? Uh, no, I can't. Princess Panzer Panzer Corpse Two. I would have said Princess Biceps Two. That's how I. Oh, I'd, I'd I'd prefer that game. I think. Uh, and the dungeon of the dungeon of Nahulbuk, the Amulet Whoa, of dude. Chaos, Chicken Edition. Nice. Does it actually say chicken edition? It says chicken edition, yeah. I'm not, I'm not making it up. It says chicken edition. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't right. a bit. Um, yeah, yeah, some pretty good ones in there. Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird one. It's being held up by sports and EA mostly. You know, EA play. But Life is Strange is a good one to have in. Because it's not even that old, is it? True Colors. Oh, actually. It's, it's like six months. Like, it, it was in the Game of the Year conversation last year. Yeah. So, maybe a bit longer than six months. It was something... I don't know. Yeah. But it's it's relatively new. Yeah. And it's making its way there pretty early. Um, so it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Overall, pretty nice. Uh, nothing, there's nothing in here that I, I maybe will try Life, Life Strange. But um, uh, and I, I did, like I said, Lost and Random looked actually okay, despite its weird name. Um, so yeah, I'll have a look. But there's no, obviously, sort of blockbuster there that like there was um, with Guardians of the Galaxy last month. But you'll have to see it regardless. E3. It's gone. Bye bye. Yeah, it's gone this year. Um it was only like three months ago I feel like E3 were like, yeah, we're like gonna be here, like we're not going anywhere, and now they're gone again, so I don't know, you know. <laughs> it's just not really so immensely just, surprising. So it's just cancel, cancel. There's no like online E3. No, yeah, they've said that the the ESA um i have cancelled and seem to be making a regroup uh, for next year but they said that last year as well so um we'll see where they're at um, yeah but as per usual jeff Keeley ste- steps in with a gleeful smile <laughs> on his big old face um to share that summer games fest will be coming back um with another slate of events starting in june um i think it's very likely and i think jeff grubb said as well that um xbox will have their show in this time frame as well around june yeah um but summer games fest is 
been like reasonably good over the last few years. So, and Jeff Keighley generally yeah. does a good job. It's crazy that he's just one dude that organizes most of this, to be honest. So, um, hmm. big ups to Jeff. Um, okay. Um, so, here's the Starfield bit. <laughs> okay. Nice. Here's the, here's the nothing article. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, so it was just um, there. There was a Bethesda post, and they did like an internal interview with um, one of the lead with the lead Starfield designer, Emil Pagliarulo, mm. and he said, "I know, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy." He said, and I quote: "You get to that point in development where systems really start to work well. When that happens, when that first happened with Starfield, it was really an oh wow, this is something really special." Players are going to lose their minds. That's it. That's what we're talking about today. What so do you look like? On when, what do you coalition. look like? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, what do you look like when you lose your mind, hey? <laughs> this, this, this is just, what I look this like. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry, oh. everyone. I just, I just really wanted a reason to shoot, to shoot on Starfield into the episode. Um, Clearly, they're excited about their project, and it goes without saying, doesn't it? Um, but I think what what really the point here is is that the team seems very confident in their game, which I mean, you love to see it. Um, they called their own release date out like a year in advance, which is very like peculiar, especially during COVID times. So yeah. I think this team is is confident in their game, which is which is good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's basically all you can say about this little quote is that they're just they're oozing confidence, right? They're bigging up their product and they're they're excited both internally and and when when people get their hands on it. So um, and yeah, man. I suppose positive. this I suppose this ties into the previous story as well of like I think June June is gonna like Xbox E three is gonna be like a big blowout. Oh, and also um, over on the Xbox Era podcast, they had said that. Um, supposedly they're looking to separate the conferences this year um, like as in Bethesda will have their own like presumably focusing like maybe on one day focusing on like Starfield and then maybe Redfall and then Xbox are having their own um, which is like fine I guess um, I liked that they did it together last year but I suppose now that they're they're getting to that point where the dam is starting to break and like potentially have got Activision coming up next year they need to start hmm. thinking about having they can't just meld all of this into one. They need to have like let let them run things independently yeah. is probably the most like logistical way to do things. Um, but just splatter the Xbox logo in front of everything. <laughs> so that's how it. I think I think that's the way they got to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I expect a massive blowout on Starfield in a couple of months, um, which is very very exciting. Um, and we'll just have to see as we get closer I, re- I really hope that game lives up to expectations and more than anything and this ties into the next point of um around the unreal engine demo that starfield doesn't just and Bethesda, because bethesda never really have focused it that they don't just focus on like kind of graphical fidelity I, it's getting to the real point of like diminishing returns for me where like i see a nice game and i'm like wow like that like you see horizon forbidden west you know that's like a crazy good looking game like the, yeah. the detail in that game is like absolutely ridiculous but then i look at something like elder ring and i'm like this is still a very good looking game but the art direction is something that carries it so i'm like i'm like very flexible on like how yeah. games look nowadays and i'm like can we get something which is a bit more evolutionary like on the systems front you know like on the on the mechanics front you know mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I still think about like the Nemesis system, and I'm like, what happened to that? <laughs> like, yeah, that was fucking great. Even to a degree, like so Titanfall good. back in the day, it's like, where's? I know it's just like big guns and small guns, but it's like it was still like quite, like quite different. You know what I mean? It's quite like quite an evolution. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And just the mechanics of just everything is like a wall running surface as well yeah. and stuff like that. That was that was so crazy. Like you hadn't seen that like before properly in an FPS ever. It was boots to the ground or like at that at that time like advanced warfare where you could just jump high. Like that was yeah. it. Yeah. And Titanfall was just like everything is is your floor. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just do just do whatever you want. Um, yeah. So I, I guess it, it's just a shame that a lot of these like kind of novel mechanics and novel systems that we could like we could get like consider like next gen, I like seem to be mm. reserved to indies. And like I understand it. it's because they're like less you know they're more right risk averse. Um, but like I think about something like Lemnis Game for example, that was like a bit more of an indie like project, and like that game is like. Nobody speaks about it anymore. I suppose Splitgate's yeah. doing pretty well, but like I don't know if I'd consider that. Uh, maybe like yeah, Splitgate yeah. is pretty unique. Yeah, I, I mean, right. I guess so. I, I don't know if it's what I'd consider like. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say because I guess because I think about like the Nemesis system. The Nemesis system was like super gimped on like previous gen consoles because it like it really did soak up a lot of processing power. So like to mm. me, that was like you know that made use of the hardware in a way which wasn't just for pixels. Um, and that's kind of what I want to see with Starfield. I want to see something that is like, it's creative and not just in pixels, you know. So yeah, which I've seen. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So yeah, tying it into the Unreal Engine Five demo. Did you see anything about this? Um, did you see the demo? To, I mean, like it goes without saying, it looked wonderful. The Coalition worked closely with Epic on Unreal Engine Five. They're like such a proficient team. And if you ever go back and play Gears Five with like the 4K upres that they did when the Series X camp came out looks ridiculous yeah like that game looks already looks like incredible like one of the best looking games out there like you know last of, last of us 2 is probably up there as, as like one of the best looking games like gears 5 it's not far off um and that yeah, was just gears for an, looks great that was just for an optimization you know gears whatever they're doing next is going to look phenomenal um hmm. but yeah um it's a yeah pretty yeah. cool proof of concept i don't yeah i don't know if you did see it but it's it's, it's pretty pretty nice just a couple of minutes long i think yeah, no, I did. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, it kind of uh, kind of blew my mind to be honest. But um, you know, I feel like we've seen like I don't know. I feel like when I watched like the um, Hellblade two and like for Spoken and stuff like that, I felt like I saw similar levels of like graphic fidelity and stuff like for that. Spoken. I don't know. I thought Forspoken's environments looked fantastic. I thought the character model and that woman's face didn't look great. But like spells and like the environment and like the sand and desert. Yeah, the, the effects like were cool. I thought that looked, looked I thought that looked insane. I thought that looked very, very good. Yeah, it looked flashy. Um, but, but Hellblade 2, yeah, I'm totally with you. Like Hell I like Hellblade 2, which was on Unreal Engine 5. Like yeah. that was a demo on UE5. Um yeah, it looked like just as good as this. So I suppose like maybe it's been like we're a bit spoiled you know <laughs> yeah for sure but like it, it it just looks crazy man even just like uh like the close-up on that, that that guy's face like right at the beginning you can like see like all the pores on his skin and like the yeah. individual hairs on the beard it's just like dude it's crazy like it's so good and um yeah 
it's exciting, man, because just everything is going to start getting built on 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 engines like this moving forward. Um, on this engine, so yeah, everything's going to okay. look spectacular. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Okay, in the interest of time, I'm going to um, we're going to move to our, our Halo segment, um, which cool. has a few bits and bobs, um. So just as a couple of things here, Halo has made an appearance. Halo has made an appearance. Chief has made an appearance in Among Us. John Halo. Um, yeah, which was just a, which is really weird because there's been a lot of like weird cross advertising in Halo at the moment. They they recently made a cookbook. Three four three published a cookbook. <laughs> I remember the Destiny did the same thing though. Did they? Yeah, Bungie. There's a Destiny cookbook. Yeah. Well, it's not new. It's been done before. Okay, well, there you go. Well, there's a lot of people very angry about it because, um, you know, they're like, oh, they're put, putting all their resources into cookbooks rather than the game. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's not the same people, is it? <laughs> not yeah. how that works, dude. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, like, oh, they're developing for Among Us now rather than for Halo Infinite. It's like, it's... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Um, so yeah that's been happening and obviously the TV show is ongoing the third episode just came out um, which was pretty good a lot of people were really high on that episode I thought it was like just fine Um, still like reasonably enjoying it it's like far from perfect Um, but it's like I'm having a good time with it Um, so I would still recommend it Um, beyond that for the actual game that is Halo Infinite uh, we had over the last week a a season one outcome report for uh, like um i guess i want to say like technical issues um an update and then we had a second outcome report uh that was for um the like the live team and the updates etc etc um and then following that shortly after we had a 30 second teaser trailer for season two lone wolves um so you obviously we, we've had a bit of a conversation over like you know text um, off air about this but like what what are kind of your thoughts on on how season two shaping up and some of these updates etc etc yeah uh i think overall i was pretty lukewarm on it um i think i think it looks pretty cool i think uh in, in terms of the new battle pass and the whole lone wolves armor sets all that sort of stuff i think there's some cool looking stuff in there some cosmetics i'd like to chase um it'd be interesting to see whether that is all battle pass stuff or whether or not that will be um event stuff sprinkled throughout the season as well so that they have already said that all, all the stuff in the trailer was battle pass oh okay well then great yeah because some of that stuff did look pretty pretty damn cool and there, then on there, top of that obviously we're looking at new events throughout the season then which i guess will bring new armor cores because tenrai will be finished by the time this new season starts all that God, sort of stuff yeah. Yeah, so it's just like we'll be seeing some new fresh armor cores and events come through in season two on top of that trailer. So yeah, I was I was pretty happy with it from a cosmetic standpoint. Um we'll just and... add, sorry, just before you get into your next bit, I just wanted to add that yeah. one of the, I don't know if you saw that they had the like elite skull shoulder pads. In, like what some of the like there was a skull of an elite as a shoulder pad as a cosmetic and people were kind of like losing their minds over. Oh that. really? <laughs> and is, one of the devs yeah, chimed in and was cool. like if you if you like that, like you're gonna love like the rest of the cosmetics. Um, yeah. Apparently, the theme of it. Sorry, apparently the theme of it is around like types of. Um, I don't know if it's Spartans, but like soldiers, Marines, ODST. I don't know. They're called headhunters, and they're like rogue 
like small teams that go out and like hunt elite squads and stuff which is like i, I didn't know that was a thing in the universe but that's like the theme so they like wear cool. like bits and bobs of the of the, the their stuff, kills so. like yeah their, that's right yeah their, yeah that's pretty fucking cool and man. you see it in the cgi um, trailer at the beginning like they drop out of they you know in like the first five seconds is like cgi of the teaser trailer yeah and they have you see like spartans again headhunters presumably coming out of a phantom because they've like hijacked it and like they've, they've oh, okay. so that's like so i don't know what story elements are coming into this like presumably there's no like actual like it's i think it's probably just an opening cut scene like how we had at the beginning of season one you know but they were like in the yeah. city and they helped that lady up and she ended up being the like the um you know the the lieutenant in the academy yes yeah anyway yeah. sorry go on yeah no yeah i was just i mean that was already cool that was a cool little chime in um yeah i just hope they bring back uh playable elites that's what i want to <laughs> be i want to be an elite in multiplayer again <laughs> oh it's the best well, you, I, I remember when we back to mcc and i was the only elite in the whole lobby we were playing custom games i was just like hunched over right i was yeah. like the only elite they're the best man yeah they are. um but yeah no yeah all, all all really cool uh cosmetically um some pretty cool changes in there um i was expecting a little bit more uh in terms of like a guess like weapon balancing and changing and maybe even like a new weapon added to right i was kind of hoping for something like that um like a new a new rack weapon um but hey ho you know it's not too bad uh the radar change is nice um i know you're kind of i'm not i'm in an rm but you're kind of like you were pretty hyped about it and i think you were just like wondering why there's not too much hype surrounding yeah it. I, I just don't uh, know why nobody's talking about it i can't find anybody talking about it i i, I don't know if i'm being an idiot and i'm missing something but it, it's, I, they, feel like it's just, like... I feel like it's just because it's a change they promised for quite a while and the community's very much been aware of it and it's and it's taken so long to actually happen i think but it, I don't know, but I because it, it it was buried in the outcomes report because they had like the TLDRs and then they had like a like pages and pages of like changes, community requests, what they're working on, what they yeah. agree with, what they don't agree, and it was one of those changes instead of like a big one. And I think we we have like a friend or two who are like quite strongly feel that the radar needs some adjustments, but like the wider community doesn't like isn't like it's a bit mixed on whether they feel like the mm. radar should be changed. Um, but like this is like seems like a big change like because what is it like the radar's like 18 meters so like your actual circle but the mm. edge detection which is what they're turning on goes up to 40 meters if you're sprinting or shooting so if you're walking it won't turn on but if you're sprinting it will show you like a segment like destiny does, yeah doesn't it? it'll show yeah, you like yeah. a segment of where that so if someone is just bolting it towards you you're gonna see it coming you know? yeah and yeah. that seems like a, a big change. And I'm just like, why it's is someone massive, talking about this? It's a massive change that's going to change how the game plays significantly. Like, right. Crazy. So I'm, I'm just It'd be quite interesting to see how that <laughs> how that works in BTB, though. Is your radar just always going to be red? <laughs> it's even bigger. In BTB, it's it's now 24 by... like Because they changed that a while back. Like, your circle is 24, but it goes up to, like, 45 or 50 or something. So, I just feel like yeah. it's always going to be lighting up because there's always people right. sprinting everywhere in BTB all the time. Like, right, yeah. So so you won't be able to like pinpoint where people are, but you'll be able to get an idea if someone is just trying to bolt yeah. at you, which I think is like, by the way, a perfect solution yeah, to like absolutely. not be campy, to not be like watching it, you know, like 
radar whoring. But yeah. to know when someone is just darting at you because of the increased mobility and the speed and everything. Exactly. Um, and with the lack of it, like audio footsteps and stuff like that compared to other FPS as well, it's it's a it's a nice it's a nice way to do it. I will say that I think they I think they've done some changes recently because whenever I'm whenever I boot up now, I, I can hear people pretty clearly. I, I like I don't have a problem with footsteps anymore. I can like pinpoint people quite clearly now. Okay. Well, you think they just stealth changed that? Do you think? No, I, I think they have done some work on it in the last few patches. Um, I remember seeing some stuff over it, but for a while now, I would say like for like the last two months, I've been able to hear. At launch, I was like a bit spotty on it, but like now, I don't mm-hmm. have that problem at all. So okay, yeah, I, mean, I haven't played Halo for ages, so I wouldn't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I mean that radar change is very, very big, and that's going to change the core fundamental gameplay for like quite substantially across yeah, arena so. uh, uh, arena and btb um yeah for sure um so in that regard that's a pretty nice change i was expecting a little bit more in terms of sandbox weapons stuff like that really been through that in terms of like raw and content yeah i was just about to say like i kind of was expecting more like one arena map and one btb map kind of kind of pathetic <laughs> yeah like, it's, it's, fine, it's, it's, it's pretty bad like what so like six months and then by the time season two ends because we're only getting one map in season two we're going to be eight months into this game and we're going to have what six arena maps how many are there at the moment it's five look it launched with seven okay so we're gonna have eight arena maps eight eight months into a game's life cycle what um, do you mean we'll only be getting one in oh you just mean for the launch of season two yeah, but they're not going to add another map throughout the course of season two. We'll get additional maps at the start of season probably three, not. probably. Yeah, yeah so probably. we're thinking eight months by the end of season two, we've got eight maps and three BTB maps. feel like that's on the low side. It is on the low side. It's, it's pretty low for a game to be out for eight months. Yeah. Um, so I was expecting maybe a bit more in terms of that. But yeah. overall, hype scale, I'm at about like a seven. Yeah. Is it is it enough to like once once the battle pass is there and you like you see the oh yeah I'm coming back because there, there's like other game modes as well because like they've said that there like there's a, a like last Spartan standing I think is one yeah. which I think is like a I think it's like a free for all mode so it's less of a team one um, with like a closing circle um, and like limited lives but I also think there's another one as well that I can't remember that they're adding for the for the whole season um, they're making that, the Elim part of the standard as well aren't they now elimination yeah they, they've so, said yeah. that they're like changing their approach to time limited like game modes now and they're just gonna like inject stuff in for the most part like um to to expand the playlist roster but there will still be some that they rotate in and out um which makes sense stuff like shotty snipers doesn't need a dedicated playlist i don't think like stuff like griffball i don't think needs a dedicated playlist but no. you know i'm sure other people would disagree with me but you know i don't i don't feel those are core playlists whereas something like no. elimination or king of the hill should be um mm-hmm. So, so there is, yeah, the mixing up is like, there will be more playlists, there will be more maps, there will be a little bit of balancing, but I'm, I'm totally with you. It, it is on the low end, um, but it is kind of what I expected, unfortunately. You know, it seems that that, that technical debt, and, and this is what recently was said by Joseph Satan in, in, in an interview, um, that they accumulated from the year delay has really slowed them down in like pushing these... Um, updates out quicker and like, we've spoken about this before and, you know, and we've said that like it, it really seems that they're just trying to get all their ducks in a row before 
base you know yeah start getting the stuff out like they're still working on like decent here and there and i've heard that it's like a, a lot better nowadays i never thought it was like a massive issue but some people feel like it's like breaks the game for them which i think is a bit ridiculous no. but yeah. it still feels but... lovely to play that every now and then you'll hit a melee and be like hmm like it happens like one in 20 times um unless you're in like a bad lobby which shouldn't anyway yeah so that stuff has improved now um but I, i'm totally with you in terms of raw content it would have been nice to see a bit more like you said like a, a new weapon a new piece of equipment would have really made this like a bit more exciting you know mm, for that sure. have really spiced up the because it's like yeah we've got two more maps but like if they were just chucked in the rotation like, i'm gonna You're play gonna them, see them that often, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna play right? them like 15 percent of the time um but having said that you know having a look at the screenshots we've seen with the maps they look lovely i mean i've i said before i think that all the maps in infinite are actually pretty good for the most part i don't think there's a bad oh, yeah. map in there i think they're they're good upwards um some are less good than others um and they aesthetically look wonderful and, and these look really good as well the btb map actually has like a giant like laser that goes through it yeah it's like a presumably like a death laser which i think is great because i think they need some more like interact interactions in sort of their maps because like the old school Halo maps had like you know man cannons and you know like teleporters um mm. And I think that just it like adds a nice extra bit of like dynamism to the to the gameplay. So I'm glad to see them sort of starting to toy with that. Um, but yeah, um, I suppose. And you said on the balancing side, the big change here is that, and this caused a bit of controversy, is that the Mangler's been nerfed inadvertently because they've yeah. nerfed melee damage by ten percent across the board. So it shouldn't change anything, like in terms of getting a lethal other than the Mangler being a two-hit kill. But I just thought that was a bit... It was a bit peculiar, but we'll have to see how it plays, because I think it, there is also sometimes where people just do sprint up to you and get a, and can get away with double melees when I don't feel like they should be able to. Um, yeah. Having said that, it's always going to be a double melee, so, or, or like a single melee, depending on how much you health that. So, so yeah, I don't know. Um, but that's probably a good thing, because as much as I love the Mangler, I were like... If it was on a map, I never picked anything else up. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was it was too good. Yeah, yeah, it was too good. Um, and the Ravager's primary fire is getting a buff as well. Charge fire isn't getting touched, but so bit of a buff for the Ravager as well, which is nice. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you in terms of like the sandbox changes. I was hoping for a bit more in terms of the raw content. I was hoping for a bit more, but cosmetics look good. I'm sure the battle pass is going to be great. Hopefully, the game modes and um maps do breathe a bit of life in and maybe there's some other stuff they have up their sleeve who knows there's, there's lots of other changes and optimizations like good stuff in terms of the store how they're approaching mm -hmm. you know like double xp's challenges are getting like a, a big they, they, they've removed lots of bad ones like killjoys and stuff like that um and then you start throwing yeah. events into the mixes as well um you know I, I think you're looking at a good season two but maybe not the you know octane <laughs> adrenaline jab in the head that it maybe needed yeah i mean i'm I'm definitely coming back it's 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 enough to pull me back um for the whole season we'll have to wait and see but i'm definitely coming back like it's 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 good you know yeah like i said it's a solid seven so and that's plus I that's been Halo. yeah and that's been the sentiment that i have like largely heard most plays most play, most people are like this is enough to bring me back but you know i don't know how long i'll stay um mm. but yeah, it's but man, it, it it's crazy. I I just booted up like I was just like waiting like between games for with some some of our friends the other day, and I just booted up into a bot match or whatever, and I was like, man, this feels so. I just I love I love how like this is 
just to, sorry, a bit of a tangent, but like, you know how we spoke about before that when you shoot people, like parts of their body like glows up and then they're like, yeah. goes, I love, I was like, it I just feels that. so good. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Chopper and Banshee also got a buff as well. Warthog and Razorback should be more more resistant to flipping and bouncing. Um, there's lots of little things like that that are in these blogs that weren't in the TLDR. So, like, if you haven't already, I would, and you're like interested to see some of these genres, I would recommend having a look. But basically, the way I'm thinking of this season is like a mild to moderate, mild probably content update, but lots of like bolt tightening, lots yeah. of bolt tightening. Um, from like progression and they said that they're like the progress like a a long-term progression system is now currently deep in development so i don't know when we're looking at that maybe season three but you know like actually leveling up which is great because we did have that feeling at the end of the battle pass it's like where's where's my xp going <laughs> like where's that going <laughs> yeah 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 into the absolutely. abyss um and sorry, just a few other things that I have made a note here um, that are being changed is that we spoke about this before, but you'll be able to earn a thousand credits in the season two battle pass. Um, Good change. Which is a great change, uh, which I should note is like, and I, by the way, I still saw people complaining about this, but it's double crazy. It's just a reminder, and I tweeted about this as well. You don't have to purchase, uh, sorry, your battle passes don't expire. If you buy one, you could feasibly get them all forever. And yeah. like, if you don't finish one, like they don't expire, like so, they, like it's crazy value. Um, weekly, they put a big focus on upping the quality of the weekly challenges because you know how we had like loads of weeks where it was like an emblem reused like seven times, yeah, or, like was, a background. Yeah. They said that, and they've said that they've straight up, uh, they're straight up removing backdrops and emblems from weekly, uh, weekly Good. ultimates. Um, Good. Uh, will have higher value cosmetics such as visors, coatings, stances, and no longer, no longer have emblems or backdrops throughout the course of the season. So, yeah, this is what I mean. Lots of bolt tightening, Good lots change. of little things that maybe drag the experience down a little bit um, is getting kind of addressed. So, it's maybe just not as like sexy, you know. That that that's all. Yeah, 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 for sure. But no, those those, those are nice changes. Those are nice changes for sure. Yeah. So we will have to wait and see, sort of see how it all pans out. Um, I'm feeling optimistic. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're wanting to come back because I kind of want to play some Halo with you for a bit. <laughs> um, uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully there is some more stuff up their sleeve. Um, loads of like the leak uh, Twitter accounts and channels like have so much like stuff that they've shown. So there must be so much like in the pipe, but they just haven't gotten to the stage where they're able to spit it out consistently yet. And also it's worth adding that they haven't yet confirmed that this season is three months long the last official confirmation that we got <sighs> was that it would be but they haven't like clarified it this time i hope and it's bit, not another six uh, month season and i'm a bit worried and uh, you know there are there are there are ways around that you know they could do a mid-season update maybe drop something in like maybe that's where a new weapon comes in maybe that's True. where a, maybe another map comes in, or no i don't know multi-team but if they you know if they really have to push it up to six months again because they've said they don't want to they said they want the seasons to be three months but if they really need to they need to think about they need there needs to be more stuff um mm -hmm. so you know whatever that's where we're at with halo um any yeah. final closing thoughts there before we finish off for today add, uh i wish they'd add multi-team yeah that'd be good wouldn't it love that multi-team <laughs> i think multi-team I think multi-team or doubles or something like that would genuinely have me picking it up as my main shooter again. 
Um, yeah, I, lo- I love those modes. And, and there, there is something to say, because I think I often downplay some of the, the wackiness of Halo's modes. Maybe just because I haven't played it in a while. But you're right. Like, I think some of those modes would make me like play it more like that would be more enjoyable mm. than playing with a rando or whatever you know especially on some of these maps you know i think that'd be really interesting um yeah for sure yeah cool yeah anything else that anything else to add on sort of season two of halo infinite coming up may 3rd just under a month uh, weeks, no no not really i think that's um yeah that's that's coming out actually sooner than i expected um but no no nothing more to add i'm quite looking forward to it and um awesome I'll see you. I'll see you in Halo. Yeah, I'll see you in Halo. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, we'll catch you next week for the big five zero um, episode fifteen. Obviously, it's Easter. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's Easter as well, so um, hope your week is good up till then. Um, but other than that, uh, I've been Deck. That's been Tim, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.